0: Good evening. It is uh, certainly good to be back. This is the Weavertown Youth Group, of course, as you well know. I like to say that in here, everybody knows who we are. Uh, I'm really proud of these guys. We have a, uh, a wonderful youth group. As Glenn talked about one time on the bus, uh, mentioned... Well, I'll let Glenn maybe talk more about it. I just lost what he said. But a uh, good group of kids. Glenn, I'm a loss for words for a change. What's the best part of Weavertown? There we go. The best part of Weavertown, and Glenn said, are young people. Thank you. One of the be- one of the strengths of our church is our, is our youth group. I think I think that's a uh, a very valuable statement. Uh, this is something that our youth group, our, our church does that a lot of churches do not do is a singing youth group or go on tours like this and sing. And it's a, it's just a lot of fun, uh, very stretching, and uh, you learn a lot, and it's uh, it's a good time. And I wish more of you could go along, but. Uh, Sadly not. How many of you have been on a Town youth group singing tour one time in your life? There we go. There we go. It's fun. It's a good time. We, uh, they'll talk more about what happened at uh, our itinerary later at Intermission Jordan, and uh, Glenn will probably share more about that. But uh, what I want to share with you tonight is the uh, kind of the theme of the, the program and the title and how we came to this uh, this theme for our program. The title I have is "We Are Not Alone." And uh, for me, thinking about everything that has happened in the last year, in the last years, uh, COVID, uh, elections, things like that, everything that has gone on, uh, this is kind of what led me to this to this theme and this message that we have, and the song choice. Uh, especially living in Lancaster City, back when my wife and I lived lived in Lancaster, our, our neighbors were terrified of. The elections, the violence, terrified of COVID. Uh, people at Market that I worked with were also really terrified, and I shared a couple stories with about some of my customers at the other churches, and how the the response of people uh, that were that don't have Jesus in their life, and and how fearful they were because of it. And the the message that we wanted to share is uh, that Jesus. We as Christians, we have. Jesus with us wherever wherever we go. No matter what happens, no matter what pandemic comes, no matter what happens with the elections, and no matter what life throws at us, we have Jesus with us. Later we talk about uh, Christ in my vessel. Uh, after intermission, we have a song, Christ in my vessel. God is with us in our boats, and then also all the way my Savior leads me. And talking to people who don't have that, there is good reason to be f- afraid if you don't have. Christ in your in your vessel or Christ in your boat, and there were lots of people we met on tour, and, and lots of people I met in Lancaster City in that in that situation that were fearful because they don't have Christ with them, and so they are they are alone. We are not alone because God said He would uh, never leave us nor forsake us. And so, I know these are your family members; these are the people you see every Sunday. But uh, we hope that you can uh, be blessed by the message of the song tonight. Uh, take a line, take a uh, phrase, a certain song, take it home with you and, uh, and let it speak to you that way. Uh, some of the songs will, will speak to you more than others, but uh, I pray that uh, you can take a line or a certain phrase and let it uh, minister to you this week. Because we are not alone, no matter who we are uh, as Christians, and no matter what happens, God is always with us. And so we sing, uh, the next song is Down in the River to Pray and then followed by kind of our theme song, We Are Not Alone.
1: So as many of you know, two and a half weeks ago, I came home from Jordan, and so while I was there in Jordan, I got to know several um, believers from a Muslim background. And many of these believers, um, they suffer a lot of persecution. Let me just share a story of uh, one of my best friends there in Jordan. His name is Zoe. Um, so he, he has been a Christian for nine years, and for four years he was a Christian and did not tell one single person, not even his wife. Um, For four years, he was a a Christian without telling anybody. And the reason for that was he didn't want to bring shame to his family. And it was also dangerous. He could possibly get killed. Um, So he didn't tell anybody. Um, And so eventually, he did end up telling his wife. And thankfully, by God's grace, his wife did not leave him. Um, Normally, a Muslim woman would leave um, her husband if he becomes a Christian. But thankfully, she did not leave him. Um, And this song, this next song, We Are Not Alone just reminds me of the many Muslim background believers all over the Muslim world who are simply too scared because it's too dangerous to tell the people around them that they are Christians. And so this song just reminds me that they are not alone. In the midst of the severe persecution that they face, in the midst of the loneliness that a lot of them have, they are not alone.
2: One night a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One belonged to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I have noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why when I needed you most, you would leave me. The Lord replied, my precious, precious child, I love you, and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you.
3: We
0: song we have is uh, entitled Whom Shall I Fear? Uh, I really like the words in this song. Uh, It talks about in the chorus, I know who goes before me, I know who stands behind. The God of angel armies is always by my side. The God of angel armies is always by my side. Now we have basketball playoffs going on right now and we like to figure out who's going to win, which team is going to come out on top, who's going to win the game seven tonight, things like that. But we are on a side with God and all of his angel armies on his side, and is actually with us. And that side is going to win, and we know it's going to win, and we don't have to sit here and worry about it. You know, some, some, of us get, some of us are really competitive and get a little bit worked up about who's going to win. You know, we get a little bit uh, concerned about which team is going to win. But we know, we know our team is going to win. The God of Angel Armies is with us, and our team is going to win. And that, that shouldn't get us really fired up about life. Because no matter what happens, we're going to win in the end. And our team is going to be victorious, because the God of Angel Armies is always by our side, no matter what happens. And after this song, we have a lady's song, Power of Your Love. Uh, kind of a prayer to God, hold me close, let your love surround me. And after that we have uh, a short intermission. I think Glenn's gonna share right after the ladies song.
4: Good evening, it's good to be back here again. Um, one small complaint, you're by far the quiet, quietest audience that we've sung to, by far. What is wrong with you people? Uh, we've, we've had a good time and we've made some noise and we're, 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 good to be, we're, we're glad to be here. We traveled about 2,400 miles, we uh, met a lot of nice people, we made some new friends, uh, but you all are a, a welcome sight. Uh, We still like you very much. You're still our favorite people. Um, Although there was one young lady who jumped off the bus yesterday afternoon um, to go on a date. So for most of us, you're our favorite people. Um, Now, I'm not going to say who it is. If you have a daughter, ask her. Check it out. Uh, we, we really appreciate, like was already mentioned, our church here at home and how you have prayed for us and um, went with us in that way. It was a privilege for my wife and I to get to go along with our two children. Um, I had not been on a tour for about 22 years or so, so I kind of had an idea of maybe how it would go. Um, and you know, the, um, the title of the program, We Are Not Alone. It's a very fitting title for 45 people crammed onto a bus for a week because you are not alone. And it's been a while since I was alone. So I'm looking forward to this next week. Um, We had a lot of fun though, a lot of fun. Um, I was a little concerned uh, on days one and two, it was pretty quiet on the bus, I thought. When I was younger, we made a lot of noise. Uh, And I was a little concerned. I wondered what was wrong with this group that they're not making some noise. So day three and four started to heat up a little bit. And by the time that we got on 340 this afternoon, things were getting just a little bit out of hand, which is about where I like it. So I was having a good time, but we did have a lot of fun. Each day on the bus, um, one of your sons would give a devotional. We would worship together and we learned together one of my favorite things uh, that I did this week was uh, learn from the young people, and, and I learned quite a bit. And I was really blessed uh, by them, by by what I heard, by what I saw, by what I felt. Um, most of you parents did a really good job with your children. Most of you. Um, so, on Thursday, we had a day off, and we went, we went up the Arch in St. Louis. Uh, we didn't have a program that night, so that was a fun day for a lot of us. Um, so we got off our tight bus and went on, <laughs> crawled into these little four-by-four four cubicles and went up the tower. So if we weren't claustrophobic before, we certainly were then. But um, again, a really good trip, a great group of young people, Sometimes on the bus, we would pass the microphone around and people would ask weird questions and we'd interview people and laugh and have a good time. Uh, but yeah, just a really good time of enjoying each other's company and good, wholesome um, fun. One of the questions I was asked in an interview was, what is one of the strengths of Weavertown Church? And you already heard uh, Daniel say this, but uh, I had to think about half a second because I was in a bus full of God-fearing young people, and I think that is by far our greatest strength here at this church. Um, and maybe you're offended by that, but spend a week with them, and I think you'll agree. So thank you for um, yeah, raising godly young people. It's a blessing for us as a church, and thank you for your prayers.
2: the back you can see the itinerary, the schedule that we followed. Uh, Monday night, or Monday morning we left here and had about six hours of travel and we ended up in Heritage Mennonite. It's near Cambridge, Ohio. It was easily our smallest church and it pushed us a little bit for uh, getting dressed and putting, we actually put our luggage on the bus because there wasn't really a great spot to put it after we were done getting ready, but they hosted us so well. Tuesday, then we went to Woodlawn, and that was the day where our schedule got changed a little bit by a traffic jam. We were parked on the interstate for an hour and 45 minutes or so, and so we only got to spend about 40 minutes in Ship Shawana and uh, quickly ate at uh, JoJo's Pretzels, and uh, we're off to Woodlawn where we were, again, uh, at each of these churches, one of the things that stuck, uh, stuck out to us was how, how kind they were and how gracious hosts we had. Wednesday, we went to Kelowna to uh, Sharon Bethel. And then on Thursday, we had about four hours of travel down to the arch and we went up the arch and then that evening we had a hotel. And that was a really nice off day after um, singing, three programs in in a row we had that night off. Friday was a travel day to Russellville, Kentucky, where we sang and gave a program. And there was no program the next day, we knew that. And, um, Jason, my cousin, had told us that his he wants the youth to hang out together, and we sure did. That night, we played volleyball till the next morning. Saturday was um, our longest travel day. We also had time change in there, so that made it a little longer. Saturday night was easily the the toughest program to plan, and I think there were seven places that it just didn't work out for. But I think that God had a plan for that. We really had a good time at Ohio Wilderness Boys Camp, sang a few songs for the boys, and then uh, went back to a campsite. And um, yeah, just a really good time there. Had a hotel last night and then um, drove home today, and here we are tonight. For a congregational song, let's sing number 554. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. Happy Father's Day, by the way. And uh, after this song, the guys will sing their song, and we'd like you to stay standing after this song is over. 554. Stand for this song, too.
0: Different piece that we were trying to get ready to go on tour, and about a week before we left, uh, things were not quite coming together, and so we decided to abandon that idea and sing We've Got the Power, since that kind of goes with the uh, the, the, the theme, I guess. We are not alone, we've got the power in the name of Jesus, and uh, we'd like you to sing with us. We'll sing the chorus, uh, verse one, which is for many years now, Satan's tried to stop us, and then we'll sing the chorus again. So if you could join us uh, for the chorus. Uh, Verse one in the chorus again of We've Got the Power.
3: We've got the power.
0: For our second half, our first song here is uh, Christ in My Vessel. Uh, kind of along the theme of Jesus calming the sea when he was in the, uh, in the boat with the disciples. Uh, Christ in My Vessel, the line says, I can smile at the storm. And uh, the disciples were, were freaking out, I guess, were terrified of what was happening while they were on the sea. And Jesus was sleeping. Jesus simply stands up and says, peace be still. And so, with Christ in My Vessel... I can smile at the storm. And I hope that Christ is in your vessel, in your life, Then you can smile at the storm because God is always with us by our side. After that, we have a song called uh, All the Way My Savior Leads Me.
5: singing is all the way my savior leads me and this is a common hymn i sang it many times before sometimes i think um us up here are so lucky because we get to sing these songs over and over and um yeah like pour into the songs and study them and it's really awesome um and lines jump out at you that never did before so um This song has really stuck out to me. It's one of my favorites. The words are incredible. There's a lot of really precious promises in it. And I hope that you can grab one of these promises in this song um, and that you can cling to it. So I'm going to list a few of them that it says in here, and maybe you can pick them out as we go through. Uh, One of them is, he doeth all things well. Whatever befalls us, he doeth all things well. He gives us grace for every trial. Though our weary steps may falter, there's a spring of joy. There's fullness in his love and perfect rest to me is promised. We have nothing to ask beside because he leads us all the way. (laughs)
6: Thank <laughs> you.
7: This next song is arranged by um, Lyle Stutzman, and it's a, pretty much a compilation of a bunch of children's songs about joy. And it's definitely one of my favorite songs, and I think it's something that we as Christians should have once we um, trust in the Lord, and that's the joy that we can have. And this next song is really well portraying it. Um, it's a very familiar song, but I think there's like a little bit of a deeper meaning behind just the children's songs. And I think when Lyle Stutzman arranged this, what he was trying to get at is children, the the joy that the children have, like it's an innocent, pure joy. And I think it's something that we can have when we trust in our Heavenly Father. And so that's what this song means to me. And I hope you guys will be able to um, have this joy in your next week and, um, yeah, in the rest of your lives.
0: Last song is, uh, entitled, When All of God's Singers Get Home. Uh, chorus says, When all of God's Singers Get Home, where never a sorrow will come. There'll be no place like heaven my home when all of God's Singers Get Home. Kind of a, uh, a fun ending song. You know, someday everything's gonna be perfect again. Someday all of creation will be made right. Someday we'll all be perfect. We'll all be singing. And, uh, When All of God's Singers Get Home. And, uh, An exciting day that will be and something that we can look forward to as Christians. After this song, uh, turn it over to whoever's closing. I don't even know who's closing. Somebody.
7: like to think that before the world was created, God was singing a song. And that song was so beautiful that it had to be heard. And so God created. And throughout the ages, God has always had his singers who picked up fragments of the melody and sang bits of the harmony. However, that song was never sung perfectly. But one of these days, he'll gather all his children home. And one by one, The singers of all ages will lift up their voices and sing the parts of life taught to them. At last, we will hear love's sweet song as it was first composed in the heart of the songwriter himself. And it will be perfect. What music there will be when all of God's singers come home.
8: thank you for that. That was uh, really well done. I enjoyed the singing. You had good harmony and a beautiful message. Um, sometimes I come to these things and I don't get terribly inspired, I, but I even had some some of that tonight. So, uh, But the, the, the music was beautiful. Thank you for that. Uh, I think sometimes this kind of an experience, we just enjoy the music and sometimes we're touched by the songs and sometimes there's just different experiences. And I had a little bit of both tonight. So thank you for for all the work you put into that, really appreciate that. I think it's a great tradition, just to spend this time together, love to sing together, and uh, it it develops something really good um, in our lives as we do this together. So thank you and God bless you. I think we'll just stand with that and have a prayer and then we will be dismissed. Father, thank you for this beautiful evening. Thank you for the beautiful young people and uh, the, the, the the young people whose hearts are after you, and thank you that they have invested their lives to this degree just in making song and making that beautiful song to you and inspiring us through that. And I just pray your blessing on them and your blessing on them as they go forward from here. Bless our evening together from here for Jesus' sake. Amen.